Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dutch Hall. This is where we should have episode 430. I think it's three, if not four. I can't even keep track. But either way, this one's going to be an asterisk episode. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, a couple of weeks ago, my mother passed away. Uh, it was always one of the great pleasures of my life to make my mother laugh. She's actually uh, the number one reason I think that I became a comedian. She was probably my favorite person in the world, next to my kids, to be honest. And I'd just like to thank the uh, all the members of the Dutch Hall universe who have uh, reached out over the last couple of weeks with their condolences. Uh, the support of everybody who... Uh, who has done so has really meant a lot to me and my family during this time. So uh, thank you very much. Another sad news. We're going to make this show just sad right off the top. Argu arguably the, the uh, most notable guest we've ever had in Dutch hall history uh, passed away yesterday. WWE hall of famer, former WWE champion, uh, the iron Sheik. He was a childhood hero of mine, um, and it was one of the greatest honors of my life to be able to interview him uh, for the show. And as a tribute, we're going to be doing this week uh, a re-release of the episode we did with the Iron Sheik. <clears throat> but before I do, I'd uh, like to take this time to recognize our sponsor, our great sponsor, Clean Flow. Cleanflow, that's K-L-E-E-N-F-L-O.com. Go to cleanflow.com and lube up your life. Go check out their great products. They are available at retailers everywhere. And also, if you like to support our show, go to patreon.com slash Dutch Hall and become Potter Dutch Hall Royalty. And you can also, for if, you're, if that's too rich for your blood, <clears throat> you can just eat transfer to the Dutch Hall gmail.com. E-transfer me five bucks. You can become a Dutch Hall shareholder and you'll be given exclusive content and invitations to exclusive shareholder events. That's only for $5 a year at thedutchhallgmail.com. And if you'd like to give us some feedback, you can do so at thedutchhallgmail.com. You can go to Instagram and slip into our DMs at Dutch Hall. That's what we are on Instagram. And uh, I think that's it for sponsors and all that bull crap. So without a further ado, please enjoy the re-release of the Dutch Hall versus the Iron Sheik. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's show is brought to you through the support of Try Tie Tonight and Rainy Media and is scheduled for one fall. And it is to interview the former heavyweight champion of the world. First, heading to the ring, accompanying our challenger. They are the house band for life in the Dutch Hall. Mike, call me Marius Bow, and Dave, the Rooster Charters. They are Nocturnal Emission. Now introducing our challenger. He hails from Pine Grove, Ontario, weighing 190 pounds. He is the host of Live from the Dutch Hall and two-time President's Club Award winner, Leaping Pete Van Dyke. And now, ladies and gentlemen, our champion, 
He was born in Tehran, Iran, but now calls home the United States of America. He is an AAU champion, Olympian, WWF champion, WWE and NWA Hall of Famer, Hussein Khazraf El Zakari, the Iron Sheik. Let's hear it for the Iron Sheik. Welcome to the show. Great applause. All right, great applause. Double applause for the Iron Sheik. Yeah, big crowd. Iron Sheik, do you have anything to say before we start the show? I'm the Iron Sheik. You're listening to the Dutch. Oh. All right, hit it, boys. Sound guy hit the mark perfectly at the end. Well done, well done. Welcome everyone to Live from the Dutch Hall. I'm your host, Pete Van Dyke. This is probably one of the most exciting shows that we've ever put together, but it is also one of the most technologically advanced shows that we've ever tried. (laughs) And uh, if you know anything about this program, you know that us and technology have proven to be uh, complete um, enemies of one another. We do not get along very well, and any time I've been asked to handle the technology, I've uh, made a mess of it. And uh, so, this is no example we we made a deal with the audience a while back on the program where we said that we would uh, do one show a month in 2015 we would do one show a month in uh, uh, on the road we would go out on the road and do one show a month so in the, in uh, january we did uh leamington live from leamington it was a great, great show. show tomato town tomato town yeah and a couple of great guests and great guys uh, down there down there and uh so this month we had uh, got uh, a message from one of our listeners the kosher pork chop and uh, he made uh, we said I reached out to him saying do you think uh, Kingston would be a good uh, place for us to go because I knew we had some listeners up there and uh, I always I'd never been to Kingston so I thought it'd be a good opportunity so I reached out to him and he said well why don't you I got a better thing for you why don't you come down and see the Iron Sheik because he's coming down to do a a movie and he knew we had talked about the Iron Sheik on the program before and he said the Iron Sheik's come down to promote his new documentary why doesn't life in the Dutch Hall come up and we'll just uh, we'll make a show of it so I said great I said it sounds yeah. perfect I, you know being a wrestling fan uh, as a child and growing up uh, watching the Iron Sheik and like fearing him and, and, and you know and being a uh, kind of a super fan as a kid you know yeah. i thought well what a great opportunity to meet the chic right so you didn't put the camel clutch on their best buddy you know in the schoolyard <laughs> yeah exactly right yeah exactly you you you, you would uh, always uh you know when you're playing the e- good versus evil the evil was always the chic you oh, know right. like he's, he played the greatest heel of all times so for me it was like a no-brainer yeah i'll go see the chic and then we'll do a show at one of our listeners houses or whatever and then it would work out and then th- they kept uh, upping the the pot you know they said hey pete we got you a, a press pass you can go to the go to the um, as a member of the media through live from the dutch <laughs> hall you can go and be uh 
uh, interview the sheik. You can be part of the press conference, right? So I said, oh, great. And I was picturing a press conference, you know? Like, so anyhow, we'll get into that a bit later. But the, the whole thing, the whole thing came from the listeners is what I wanted to say. And uh, so it, if it wasn't for the deal I made to the crowd, to the audience of Live from the Dutch Hall, uh, we never would have had the opportunity to uh, to do such a thing. So uh, I would say that it's uh, this whole uh, opportunity to have a great champion like the Iron Sheik on our program here uh, live from the Dutch Hall is a result of feedback. We got feedback. Oh. So let's just play it. We got feedback. Feedback. <laughs> <laughs> you missed your cue. Uh, you didn't even play. You didn't even play. No, the I didn't. Part you I blew play. it. And then you. He's like, where's the high part? <laughs> feedback. There There's a lot of disappointed, uh, disappointed audience members out there. Yeah. I have a hard time not calling them listeners because I've done it for so long. But there's some people watching this on YouTube. Some viewers. Now. Yeah, viewers now. And a lot of our feedback this week is brought is comes from that. So uh, feedback, uh, we got feedback this week is brought to you by our sponsors. Our sponsors, uh, we have our good friends at VG Meats. If you'd like to go on Live from the Dutch Hall's website, www.livefromthedutchhall.com, and you click on the coupon that VG Meats always gives me to put up there, you can click on that, print it out, and uh, bring it into any of the VG Meats locations in Simcoe or Stony Creek, and you can cash it in for some good uh, deals on delicious great meat. delicious meat. You know. Also, if you want to support the show, go on uh, the Live from the Dutch Show website and click on the Amazon banners. Uh, you have there's a Canadian one and an American one for American listeners, and you can uh, uh, do your shop in there, and some of the money will come back to help the show. Yeah, I got something to share with you real quick. Please do, Dave. I uh, I recently started collecting records, right? Yes, but I didn't have a record player, as you all well know. Yes, <laughs> yes. So. Uh, I went online and bought a record player. Yes. And on Amazon? No, not on Amazon. I had to buy it oh. from the website of the people who sold it. Oh, okay. And it's a decent record player. I was pretty jacked and it showed up at my house. And uh, guess what? The record player doesn't have a preamp built in. So oh. I can't just plug it into my system because it doesn't have a, pre a preamp with it. Right. Didn't do my research, right? Do you think I felt like a shaved tail Louie? <laughs> What? Shake tell Louie. But you know what I did? That. What? I went on live from the Dutch Hall website. I clicked right. on the Amazon banner and I found a preamp, beautiful preamp, shipped to my door in two days. No way. Yep, right on Amazon.ca. Really? What a, what a great website. And it came and I got to there from live, live from the Dutch Hall. Yeah. And that's exactly be, what I needed. That actually might be what puts me over the top to get my first ever check from Amazon.com. I'm really close. I'm really, really close I'm happy to, to getting my first out. check. You need a hundred bucks, eh? To get a check. Oh yeah. You can get like money from them, but you at ten bucks at a time, but it, I don't I I didn't want that. You know, an Amazon coupons or whatever they give you. Like I wanted it in a check so I could hold it up. Yeah. I can take a picture of myself with the check. I can put it on my Twitter and everyone can see that I've made big money, hundred bucks. Can you I ask for a giant check? I, I no, I don't know if That'd I can. Be awesome. You should. You I should put it up in the hall. I should. One of those big giant checks. Speaking of which, if you look at this is the behind me, my backdrop that is behind me on Live from the Dutch Hall is the wall of fame on Live from the Dutch Hall. We've got great guests that we used to have on the show. We have on uh, Fred Eagle Smith. We mm. have uh, Lucas Wilson. We have uh, Crown the Lion over oh, there. A uh, couple good looking men in that picture. Yeah. <laughs> and, and today you'll notice over my shoulder, there he is, the Iron Sheik. We have the Iron Sheik that's joined us because he's, a, he's a, now a, a been a, a guest is on that our autographed? Program. Yeah, it's autographed. It says right on it. What does it say, Pete? It says, to Pete, uh, good luck at the Dutch Hall uh, from Sheik. That's and cool. it says, uh, WWE champion, number one. Number one. Number one. He made number sure one. that number one was put in at the end because he is number one. 
Yeah, he is number one. So, anyways, go on the, there and you can support our sponsors. I already mentioned uh, Tri Tie tonight, but I'd like to mention him as many times as possible. If yeah, you'd like to uh, go on there, Tri Tie tonight's a great new sponsor of our show. And uh, Chef Jean will come to your house. Uh, she is right from the country of Thailand, so she is well aware of uh, the, the intricacies of making Thai food because it's what she grew up eating. You know, it's not like uh, somebody that went to a weekend course, learned how to make Thai food, right. and comes to your house and then tries to regurgitate the lesson that they got. This is a person. This is authentic. It comes from mama's kitchen, from grandma's kitchen, from right to your kitchen. And she will come in. She does all the cooking, all the cleanup. And she, uh, and, and. uh, Cleanup even. Oh yeah. And she teaches you the techniques uh, that comes from uh, her family and and her traditions. So it's a great opportunity. If you want to do it, it's a great way to uh, spruce up your dinner party. So try Thai Thai, try Thai tonight, www.trytitonight.com. It's a delicious mouthful. Easy to try. Not easy. Do you know how to spell Thai, Dave? If you're going to put it in, should I spell it for the people that are too stupid to know how to spell Thai? <laughs> it's with an H. There's an H in it. It's not Thai. Oh, it's not T I E? It's Thai. No, it's not T I E like a tie in your neck. It's T H A I. Try oh. Thai tonight like that. So I'm glad we straightened that out. Yeah. So, anyways, we have Try Thai tonight. And, uh, so uh we would like to thank our new list our new audience members and i can i track by our listeners we have new listeners this week from san diego california oh whale's vagina whale's vagina exactly <laughs> cleveland ohio st thomas ontario jerseyville ontario and franklin tennessee those are new listeners from this tennessee. week let's give them a round of applause adam right, if you don't all mind. right all right nice. Nice. good sipping whiskey down there in tennessee right? yeah Tennessee sipping whiskey comes from uh, yeah anyways uh, and this week's listener of the week is a man who I mentioned last week should be the listener of the week he's never been named the listener of the week but he gave us some more great feedback this week so I said it's about time we named him listener of the week so let's get ready and give a big round of applause for listener of the week this week uh, Willie Van Dyke oh. Willie Van Dyke And judging by my uh, ratings on our first uh, video episode, I think that most of my family has listened. So if you're surprised that uh, I think it's only my family that's listened, that's watched or listened. But if they, if you're surprised, it's because uh, uh, that I've asked a family member. It's because he deserves it. It's not because he's a nepotism. It's not because he's my father, but it's because he's given me great feedback over the weeks and months. And uh, this is no exception. He watched my dad. He listens to every episode, and he also uh, watched the uh, YouTube channel. He watched the first episode that's been released, The Wheel of Filth. He watched all three parts. How's he? Yeah, and he got back to me with some feedback, and his feedback this week is this. Feed charters before the show, he said. <laughs> he goes, uh, you can see the man wasting away, is what he said. And if he's eating right in the microphone, he's always chewing. He's in the background eating a banana. Like, <laughs> and I said, it's kind of charters bet. It was his bet, you know. And he's like, wow, man. it's uh, disgusting to watch the guy eat all the time. You, know? <laughs> you failed. You didn't feed me before the show. I did. So this time. You gave me water. And, no, you didn't give me anything today. You didn't? No. I gave you everything. Oh, I'm sorry, Dave. Why don't you have a nice little bit of water there? Right. Fill your belly up with that. Do you have more snacks to ruin the show with? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the other uh, feedback we got, a lot of feedback this week about the YouTube channel. If you go onto uh, Life from the Dutch Hall's YouTube channel, you can subscribe there. We've got some of you guys who have subscribed already this week, so thank you very much to all those who have. The I got one feedback here I'm going to read from a listener. He, he threw so much into it, I'm going to throw them all in one. He goes, love the HD video, which is an not stand for Haitian dwarf. I think that's high definition. Oh. He meant, but awesome. 
Also, Julie is hot. <laughs> was she like, like Julie? her guest, Julie Styles? And your brother seems like more of a field Negro, as you would say. Eh? <laughs> He's pretty funny, though. That's what he said. And uh, I agree with him. Yes, uh, my brother. If, if we were trying to play the game where we're in slave culture and we were both in the slave uh, well, plantation or whatever, <laughs> I would most likely be helping out in the house and my brother would be uh, picking cotton in the field, right? <laughs> this is not something that he's oh, built for it yeah and and by the way my brother the bartender is supposed to be here today but he is uh he's in the hospital he's injured in a horrible work injury and uh so we don't know how he's doing we're a little concerned of him so uh, uh, thoughts and prayers oh thoughts yeah and thoughts and prayers go to our bartender paul van dyke who is uh ready to introduce a, a great segment on future episodes called the drink of the week he's coming prepared this week's drink was uh supposed to be called a camel clutch we're gonna try one? um i had mine with adam hill because he had such a rough time at the beginning oh, of Adam Hill our new uh, he needed our, our board guy. Nerves yeah, I want to just thank him for the well, I'm gonna job well done. Clutch. So why don't you try a camel cheers. clutch? We'll cheers Where for it. Dave, Charge, you can just imagine water. what it was like if you were a heathen. Maybe that you were if you're going to hell. That could make me humble. That's very good. <laughs> I think that made me humble. Another piece Ooh. of feedback I got, it was just a one-liner from a fan about our, our new YouTube uh, show, and it says, your live show kicks ass. So yeah. let's thank you Hell to everyone. Yeah, that's, that's a, those are highlights from the week. Let's thank everyone that's given feedback. Uh, we got feedback this week. Thank you very much to everyone that reached out to me. So there's just one other person to thank. And uh, that's the guy that's been with us since the very beginning of the show. And we like to mention him every week on Feedback. We got feedback. And that is our good buddy, the Haitian Dwarf. And uh, can you play that theme song, the Haitian Dwarf theme song? We'll tell you when to cut it out because it's dirty. It gets uh, rude. It's filthy. You want to sing it? Hi-ho. Hi-ho. Stopped it. Job. Great job. All right. Very good. Haitian Dwarf gave us his feedback this week. Five stars. Five stars. Another week with five stars. He said, another fine episode. Thanks, guys. Is it just me or was the video podcast just a little too good? Oh. Wow. Those boys at from Rady Media, which I think is a disrespect to our our our, uh, our lovely camera woman, Holly, who's sitting here, and they said, yeah. those boys did a good job. Well, Holly also did a good That's job. That's right. It's, sec- it's sexist. It. But it's sexist, Haitian Dwarf. Just so you know, there is, there is Holly the on better board. word would have been people people <laughs> the team the team the crew the rainy media team the you know the yeah. the fantastic uh culmination of of giants or whatever you want to do you boost them up the boys at rainy media really have their poop together looking forward to hearing about the iron Sheik this week and we're not gonna let you down haitian dwarf thanks for listening and thanks for giving back to us every getting back to us every week love you give, buddy give him a round of applause there hill <laughs> all right all right, uh, follow me on Twitter at Dutch Hall on Twitter. You can like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, or uh, or you can subscribe on our brand new YouTube page and uh, keep uh, supporting the show. Thank you very much to everyone who supports the show. Uh, YouTube's a good place to leave feedback too. You can leave comments on the videos. That's a good place to collect feedback. Yeah, you can, you can like them. You can like it. Yeah, it's another place where I can get feedback. There's there's uh, so far no comments on the video. So even if you just want to go on there and put first, that's a big thing. People go first. Yeah, well, first I got all those in. videos. Someone yeah. can go first, first on all comment. of them. They can feel like a real big hero. 
hero. <laughs> so why don't you try that? Get some get some uh, some firsts out there. It is a real treat to subscribe to it. You might as well do that too. Yeah. So anyways, here we are driving up to our our, our second road show of 2015, driving up to Kingston, Ontario. And uh, the first road show I went with my wife, it was uh, it was more of a, a romantic affair, I'd say. We went, uh, did the show. We uh, made some sausage with a nice Italian family. And then we went and had a great great night, dinner, and, uh, and a podcast. And uh, it, was, it was fun. And next day we went to a winery. It was beautiful, romantic. With this one, I'm thinking road show, real old-fashioned road show with the team, with the boys from Live from the Dutch Hall. We're going up to Kingston. So yeah. I get on my road. I get my nocturnal emissions together. <laughs> I get them. To, I, I say we're going on a road trip. I got Mike Ball in there. I got Dave Charters in there. What could be better? We're going on the road with the show. I got my. I got the main contributors to my program coming with me. All planned out. I got the coach report job to buy us three tickets for the movie event and all that stuff. What and a great guy. Yeah, great guy. Great guy. And then. Uh, then what happened was, I think at the 11th hour, I get a call from uh, the rooster, Dave Charters, right? Who I'm staring at right in the face right now. And uh, he, st- he tells me he can't come. He-, he pulls the rug out from under me, right? Is that, would you like to explain to the, the people at home why? That is what happened. And I'll tell the people at home the same thing I told you. I had something very important to do that day. And you might argue that going to see the Sheik is very important, which it is. It is. But I had something more important to do. What was it? My second oldest boy had a big cub car rally that day. Oh, yes. He won uh, first place in his local... Actually, did he really win first place? He won first place in his local cub car uh, thing. And then this was like a bunch of uh, cub groups together, like hundreds of cars. (laughs) They brought in some ringers. And uh, so I went with him to support him in a big event. He's very excited. And he ended up finishing eighth place. And now he's going to the cub car, some regional. And he moves on to the next... So give it up for Jonah. Let's go, big Ryan. day for Jonah. Big day, big day. Eighth place. Well, I have to say, Dave, uh, you might have told me that story before, but I, I just wasn't listening because it wasn't about me. Um, but uh, <laughs> but no, it sounds like, obviously, you know, it was... Um, uh, you know, obviously family comes first, you know what I'm saying? You know, like you gotta, you gotta do that sort of thing. I don't fault you for it. You're a good family man and uh, I, you're going to heaven and all that stuff, you know? You, you, I'm trying. Yeah. You, and plus being a staunch Catholic, you know, you don't have the, you know, the recreational uh, sex that uh, the rest of us get to have, you know? <laughs> so all the simple pleasures in life that you can enjoy are things like the Cub Car Rally and stuff like exactly. that. So I don't want to take that from you. You know, I don't want to take that from you. It's all you got. But I got to tell you, it was disappointing because, you know, it was a big event. We have a chance to talk to the Iron Sheik. He's a, he's a great champion. He, we've never had a guest as accomplished as the Iron Sheik on the show. It's a big deal. So anyways, we had up, me and Mike, we got a, we, we had up on the road. It was a four-hour drive, give or take, right? Give yeah, or take great from home. drive. Nice day for a drive it was. Right. Beautiful. Now, we were thinking we were going to go just for the movie. Uh, and then afterwards, there was like a Q&A and we were hoping to get in the Q&A and then maybe see if we could like fan, you know, just weasel ourselves in to see the Sheik. Well, then they said, well, you can come to this press conference. Well, the press conference was at two o'clock in the afternoon. So me and Mike leave early in the morning so we can be up there in lots of time. Mm-hmm. But you run into a few things, traffic, getting gas and all that nonsense. And then we, so we end up getting there probably about quarter to two. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Somewhere around there. So we head up to the, uh, we head upstairs, the second floor of this hotel, and we come into the, the hotel, and right away we look into the press room where they're all set up with the lights and the cameras and stuff like that, and we can see a guy in there. Me and Mike can see a guy in there, and we're carrying all our gear. Is it pretty busy? Like No, it's no. pretty dead. 20 people. Uh, yeah, it's pretty dead. And I look in the room, and I can see this guy, and I look to Mike, and I say to him, I go, hey, that guy, uh, I think I know that guy. Yeah, I go, I think I might have went to high school with him or something. That's you know? exactly what you said. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, you look like a guy that was like a few years older than me in high school maybe i just seen him around the hallways and i he's somewhere in my memory but i don't remember why i know him or whatever you know but i saw that guy and so anyways me and mike go and we put our stuff down we kind of look around we're trying to find the guy that told us we're supposed to be there some other guy comes up to us asking us who we are and we say we're we're uh live from the dutch hall we were invited by uh this uh, jeff fellow that to be there and uh he says oh great and he, with him is this other guy that guy that i thought i knew and then uh, he introduced him. This is Bill Walishka. You know, and uh, I'm like, oh, Bill Walishka. And the name sounds familiar to me. And then, uh, so Bill Walishka, I don't know if you remember him. If you can Google him, don't want to Google him now. Right. They'll probably Google him, right? But people at home can Google Bill Walishka. Yeah, Google him up. It's spelled a weird way. Walishka, like W-E-L something Y or something right he might be a Polak. <laughs> put in how you think it sounds and google will say do you mean bill walishka and and unfortunately you did yeah. right <laughs> so anyways bill walishka is was a he used to be like a vj on much music for years so if you're like uh yeah. if you watch much music about 20 years ago you probably remember bill walishka he uh did like yeah, a lot of interviews like the Stromonopolis there at, yeah. At, oh, yeah. at uh um at much music anyways now he's working for um <laughs> the, the morning uh, TV Kingston. show in Kingston, right? He's a he's the morning TV Kingston uh, AM. Oh, like Kingston, uh, Kingston Cable? Yeah, yeah, like good, something. Like uh, yeah, it's like the CKAM or yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, some sort of morning show, like CHCH ten, right? Nice. In Kingston. So Walishka gets introduced to us. They go, "This is Bill Walishka." I reach out my hand. I shake his uh, uh, clammy hand, <laughs> and uh, it's very sweaty. And I say to him, uh, "I say hi, I'm Pete Van Dyke." And then uh, this is uh, my associate, Mike Bow, and he shakes Mike's hand. Did you find it to be greasy? Also very, uh, it was a weak, clammy, uh, female-like hand, I must say. Yeah, no, you know, it's not, yeah. I can't say, he probably didn't do a lot of manual labor in his life, I'm, so he's got soft hands. Anyhow, uh, Walishka says to us, where are you boys from? We say uh, Norfolk County, Delhi, right? He says, where's that? He has no idea. And, uh, and by the way, I checked his Wikipedia page, and Bill Walishka does have a Wikipedia page. Oh. No way. Which is a uh, real extensive Wikipedia page. Yeah, it's pretty extensive considering I have no Wikipedia page. <laughs> and uh, But anyways, uh, Bill Walishka comes in. I'll tell the whole story. You t I'll tell you how it went down, Dave. You tell me what you think. All right. Okay. He says, where are you guys from? We said, Delhi. He goes, where's that? And I said, well, it's like two hours south of Toronto. You just drive to the south of Ontario, right to the uh, North Shore of Lake Erie, and you've kind of hit us. And he goes, south of Toronto? Like, he doesn't know there's anything <laughs> south of Toronto. Yeah, isn't that just the lake? Isn't that Even Lake though, Ontario, south of Toronto? What do you mean? Yeah, the lake's there. So he, he also makes that sour face. Like, <laughs> yeah. that exists. Uh -huh. He doesn't know. He's from Welland. He was born in Welland, for heaven's sake. He's right down the road from us, the numbskull. Anyways, so he says, uh, so that's it. And he goes, what station are you guys from? And we say live from the Dutch Hall. Yeah. And he goes, uh, he looks like, what's that? Yeah. And, and we said, uh, it's a podcast. And he goes, oh. 
and then walks away. Sloughs us off. What? Sloughs us off. Yeah, right not, away. not nice to meet you. Walk away. Not uh oh, like how's that going for you? Walk away or whatever. You not know, like, oh, you're it's a, like oh, I got to go. Member nice of the media and nothing. Nice to meet you. It's how's oh, with a with a look on his face like disgust <laughs> and walks his away. Hair and his like he's some sort of television prima donna or something. <laughs> like yeah, I look at him. I look at him, and he looks at me, and we're both looking at each other like. Uh, you know what? This is $50 right here. This is $50. And I know my Lenten promise to Jesus is to, that I'm not going to swear on this program. <laughs> but um, I will give this $50. This is 10 swears. This is 10 swear words I'm allowed to say oh, if I yeah. give this to, to our, our Lady Queen of Martyrs yeah, in Delhi. Church. So I'm putting that right on the table right now. If you guys can help me count how many I'm going to swear. <laughs> because I don't know how to do this with Bill Walishka without saying the odd curse word. Because... He's a real fucking dick. Like, he really is, <laughs> Bill Walishka. Like, I don't understand how uh, you think yeah. that you go from working in a Toronto market at Much Music. is a great job. There's yeah. not, I'm not going to... Uh, sure, yeah. You know, 20, years, 20 years ago, that was great. Right. You know, he accomplished what he wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, but right now, you're you're playing a morning market to about 140,000 people as your total market. Yeah, what's the station again? We don't even I know. I don't even know. You can't even remember Houston? the name of it's it. It's called uh, New Day whatever. Kingston AM. I don't know what it's called. It's in called. that... We'll, it'll, it'll, we'll figure it out later. But it doesn't matter. It's some shitty morning. That's two. Yeah, that's two. We're up to two. Two. Uh, it's morning show. And uh, th the thing about it is. is you need that to tune in at, a, at whatever time it's on probably to watch it. Yeah. And you have to live in Kingston. Yes. You have to live in yes. Kingston. You have to live yeah, in you Kingston. have to live in Kingston. Watch that morning show. And then you can see oh, if wow. you just choose like out of those 145,000 people, you choose <laughs> to watch Bill Walishka's <laughs> program. And you think he's not a horrible person for me to look at on the TV. I actually don't mind sitting through this nonsense that this guy's putting out then you can stay and that's your market right oh, yeah so i and judging by our reaction from the people in the great oh, city of kingston beautiful city <laughs> i don't great think a lot people. of people are too happy to see him i think they're for he's forced upon them i don't think he fits with them no and uh so Wilishka, we're, we're already in a bad mood about fucking Wilishka three right <laughs> right Wilishka. Walishka. And so I gotta say fuck Walishka as well. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's it. We're sitting out there waiting after we're kind of stewing about Walishka, right? Treating us like <laughs> garbage. Funny, yeah. We're like, what are you talking that's about? You should be nice is. to us. Like, we're we're gonna have three and a half billion people, Walishka. Yeah. You know, you with that what's the internet? Yeah, we got right. everybody, <laughs> yeah. you know? You you have just a small little pond, you know, you might be the biggest uh, fish in that, but uh, we're like a tiny little fish in the internet. We could get bigger every day, you know. Like we got we have lots of room to grow. It's like a goldfish in a tank, you can yeah. only grow as big Where as are you this going? Tank. Right? I'm in the ocean. Yeah. You know, the internet. Where's he going is what I mean. Yeah, you can't get any bigger, Bell. Sure. You're in Kingston. You're at the top of what you're going to do. You're just getting greasier and yeah. sweatier. That's <laughs> all you're going to do. Greasy is right. So anyways, Wilishka is, uh, it really got a burr in my uh, butt at that point in time. But then all of a sudden we can hear from like downstairs, we hear this yeah. booming voice of the Iron Sheik. We can hear it uh, yes. coming up. So Mike and I are like, you know, you start to get nerves. Yeah. Eh? Like you start yeah, to yeah. get a little butterflies. Butterflies, yeah. We can hear the voice of the Sheik and he's yelling at people down the wall. Lobby, but you can hear him on the second floor and it's like a real commotion right and so mike and i are kind of nervous the people come up to us and they're like uh they're like okay you're we got good morning whatever kingston yeah. coming on first and then you guys are up right is that Walishka going first yeah, that's yeah. Of course well, first the whole setup there like the whole <laughs> camera setup and everything like when when the sheet came to kingston he's saying okay i want to promote my movie he's got to have the biggest media he can have so he's got um 
like the morning show was the, was the biggest media that came out. So that was his big, he figured, okay, this is my big act, my big market to to promote to. Yeah. to. So he pulls out all those big tricks for, for that particular interview. And that was the big first interview. So we all stood by and watched the television show do their thing. Mike and I were actually on the t on TV, right? We, yeah, got, we got on oh, cool. we got on that uh, TV program. We got back to the hotel room. And we watched us on TV <laughs> as part of a uh, Willisca's program. We, we went, did, they yeah, went up did. from one hundred forty five uh, viewers to one hundred forty seven. Forty seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We had to give a hell yeah. Yeah, great. we had to do. A, it was a stage thing. We had to do it after the fact too, because the sheik yells out, "Give me a hell yeah!" And then we have to like, uh, like repeat thrust it. Thrust our around. arms in the air yeah. and say, "Hell yeah. yeah!" It was real cheesy. It was really cheesy, yeah. and it was a total cutaway. It didn't really even match, no. you know. But anyway. It was, we were on TV. What do you expect? Man? Yeah, I got so excited to be on like morning TV <laughs> as yeah, I just trashed like. him for doing that. For what a douche. Anyways, yeah, he is yeah. a douche. So they're setting up for the um, for the morning show, and we're sitting there watching it. And Walishka is what I think, and you you agree with me, Mike? I agree 100%. He was uh, he 100%. was uh, he was uh, laughing at the sheik. He thought it was a joke. You know, he thought the guy was. Uh, uh, you know, like a novelty act, like just some guy out there to like, you know, start getting crazy and shouting out obscenities. And then he would like say it's all foolish and he's above that or whatever. Right. But if you really pay attention at all right. to the Iron to Sheik the legend. or the career of the Iron Sheik, most of what he, he talks about the same thing over and over and over again. He doesn't, um, his, his, if you go to watch on YouTube, you look at old promos for the Iron Sheik when he was wrestling. Most of his bits were talking about how he's an accomplished athlete, you know, how he is not um, one of these like bodybuilder wrestlers who look good but can't can't actually, actually fight yeah, or he's wrestle. A he's a real fighting machine and he's going to take all those guys down. He used to have these things called the Persian clubs and yeah. he would he would uh, these 70 pound two big 70 pound like kind of like um, they kind of look like all oh, buoys that would be yeah. out in the water yeah, but they have true. handles on them and they're like 70 pound weights and he would be able to just kind of swing them over his head like this and it takes an incredible amount yeah. of like back strength and wrist strength. Core. He's a real and, specimen. Yeah, and he and that when he goes to the gym that's all he does is these stupid things, right? So his muscle memory is based on, you know, doing this exercise. And so he tried to get all the muscle head wrestlers of the day to come out and try to compete with him on the uh Persian club thing. And so he, the guy's the guy's all about his pride, you know. Like he's a, if you follow the sheik's career at all, he's all about pride. So when you're up there laughing at him, you know, like you come across in the sheik's word, it's like a real jabroni, Bill Willishka, yeah, a real jabroni. It's a, a nice way of saying it. And so when I was uh, trying to watch this and Mike too, we were both kind of upset by it. We're like, I don't think you're doing it right. Meanwhile, we didn't know what the heck we were doing. <laughs> we didn't know. We, we were just told you're up, you're up next. Right. And then. Uh, so we said, okay, we're up next. Like, uh, like a sit down. Like, and they said, yeah, you you're sitting down with the Iron Sheik. And we we're like, oh, we had no idea. We thought we we're going to a press conference. You put your microphone up on the on the podium, and yeah, yeah like a media scrum. What a surprise, eh? Yeah. So they're like, you got minutes with the Sheik. So we're while we're watching this too, we're like, what are we gonna do? Yeah. Like we don't we uh, kind of an idea, but we don't really know. Yeah. So we talked a little bit on the ride up. Mike had been reading the Wikipedia page to me. We did our research. Yeah. We respect the Sheik. Yeah, yeah. So we're like, we got to make this good. And we had a, a bit of a strategy. So we had like three or four points we needed to get through. We had goals, yeah. And then uh, during the luck, so when it was, when New Day was done, um, then this other guy went up. He was called up to, and he was doing a podcast too. And he did kind of word associations with the wrestlers. Uh, yeah, wrestlers' names. He'd say like Brock Lesnar. And then they would be, he would, Sheik would give his opinion of them. You know, he'd he say Ric Flair yeah. and, you know, respect or, or Jabroni, so right? Oh, like yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Anyways, that's what the guy did. So 
that was so they said okay that's it just the two and then they're like no there's another one and i spoke up and said we're the other one right and meanwhile there's this kid getting dressed up into a rick flair costume you know and they go no he's the other one and i said no no we're we're up yeah we're live from the dutch hall yeah, yeah, yeah. we're here so they go okay you go you go first then because that kid wants to go last because right. he thinks he's gonna upset the iron sheik because he's got this bit worked up <laughs> got this rick flair outfit on so i won't get into Ooh. our i won't get into our interview till we show it this is in the next segment but what i will tell you about rick flair the rick flair bit so we did our interview and uh it went great we're gonna see it in a bit but uh the um then this kid came up the rick flair and the rick flair outfit and now i was really freaking out because all of our audio was lost and we had yeah. uh, i was so i was in the corner of the room like having a bit, bit of, of a enough. cry you know like, oh, a bit of like oh yeah. i'm the stupidest <laughs> guy done collie told me twice to press it <laughs> yeah. to press the button and if i only we just listen to holly <laughs> <laughs> but we screwed it up I mean, we really screwed it up it was left to me again to handle technology and i messed it up so i was having a bit of fit but i could hear that was going on you saw it did you see it yeah so the guy came in like rick flair dressed up a young kid right he was like um wooing in iron sheik's face and saying he's the best and iron sheik's nothing and stuff like that and And he had the whole uh like uh the whole coat on like the house the purple coat oh, yeah, and the yeah. hair and everything yeah, yeah did the spin yeah yeah, yeah. and all what the iron the iron sheik just did like uh he just said like so who are you uh right that jabron rick flair you know yeah like, very he's calmly like, like yeah he, he goes why do you have a seat yeah. i have a seat right yeah. and then he's like where are you what's your story kid you know like what's your yeah. wanted to actually talk to him yeah yeah he was now interviewing the kid like it was yeah. actually better than i would wish it would have that, that that's a great thing that happened to you right yeah. but the kid instead of being like sticking to his bit which was like I'm going to anger the sheik. He's got, he was like, uh, uh, just really trying this. I know disrespect. He was humbled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was humbled. He yeah. totally flipped and he was just a nice, like had a little chat with him. Took all the steam out of him. Yeah. Took all the steam out of the kid. And then the kid just ended up like really liking the guy. Cause I, it turns out he's actually, uh, even though he plays the villain, he's right. actually quite a, a pussycat, right? Yeah. He's really a nice guy. Deep yeah. down. Yeah. Anyways. So, that's that that was the lead up to our interview but so our interview interview comes they the other guys there they're okay you guys are up you have three minutes right and that brings us to the iron chic interview so without further ado i would like to present to you the live from the dutch halls interview with the great the iron chic Welcome everyone to Live from the Dutch Hall. I'm your host, Pete Van Dyke, and today we have the biggest guest that Live from the Dutch Hall has ever ever had, the great champion. We've had on CFL champions, we've had on hockey champions, we've had on lots of great champions, but never have we had a champion as decorated and as well world-renowned as our guest here today, AAU champion from 1971, and a Greco-Roman Olympian representing the great country of Iran. So there you go. At the very beginning of that interview, you notice. And uh, so I sat down with the Sheik. What we did was we were thrown in. They said, how many questions you got? And we said, I don't have any questions. You were thrown to the wolves. You know, uh, I said, uh, just you let me go and then tell me when it's time to quit. And they said, okay, three minutes is what they said. Three minutes because they had radio station to go to. So I said, all right. Uh, so I started with the introduction and my my strategy was, let's pump the Sheik's tires. We want to make sure, I've heard enough of him in the promos. I've heard him on Howard Stern. I've watched him on countless interviews, you know. And uh, he always says the same speech and is trying to boost up his accomplishments in life. So I'm like, we're going to pump his tires, gain his trust, show that we respect him as for what he's done in life. So I tried to do that by boosting 
boosting up his resume and the sheet gets me he thinks i got it a little bit wrong and i did i said he was uh he was an olympian representing the great country of iran which he did he did represent iran in the olympics uh, as a wrestler but he was proud because he was an olympic champion representing the united states in munich germany right ah. and uh he also was a champion representing the united states in college where right. he won a college a aau championship yep. very so proud one, of that one of the bits that the iron sheik does when he does and you'll see him if you watch him on uh, any of the, sh the shows he's on in the past like um his big show and he did it for Walishka too he said uh he said that's my biggest show so he brings out his medal his medal from the aau championship mm -hmm. so when he starts seeing that i'm boosting up his past accomplishments the sheik re uh, reaches into his pocket and pulls out the medal which he didn't do for the previous guy no. and so i was like oh i get the medal like this is the medal that he handed to all these people in history you know like you've seen him wearing it uh when he was doing his wrestling promos and he would make people read it then you know like on and he, he, i've seen him on stern hand him the medal making stern read it yep. and and uh so uh willishka read it poorly he, he willishka is a man in his uh <laughs> late 40s i'd say easily right but he reads like he's he's in his uh late 70s i would say <laughs> yeah well willishka is he's a vain guy and so when willishka was asked to read the medal he's a emerging press biope dave that's what i learned from my wife emerging press biope and so uh it means he can't see he's nearsighted he's starting oh. to lose his vision right yeah. and, and it happens to all of us you know in, in advanced age right so Walishka uh, was too vain, too pretty, mm -hmm. you know, to be able to, to, to pull into his pocket a pair of glasses and read the medal. Yeah. So instead, he would he sat there and just looked and said, I can't read it. I can't read it. And he screwed up the Sheik's bit. He screwed up the Sheik's whole bit. That yeah. was his whole way to show Kingston how he's a great champion. Yeah. And so he says to me when he pulls out his medal, can you read this? And I said, oh, I can read better than that other guy, you know. And then I got a good laugh from the back of the room because the back of the room thinks Walishka's a douchebag right. too. And they're right. like, yeah. Yeah, he it's can read odd. better than that other dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Walichka. Yeah. Yeah. So I was happy to get a laugh from the back of the room for hacking on Walichka. What country, how much I mean? What year? All right. It says Amateur Athlete Union of the United States of the United States. And it oh, says the, the year, which is 1972. No. And, no, no, no. And then on the back it says Greco Roman Wrestling. 183 and a half pounds for uh, 1971. Excellent. 1971. And I've been Olympic game 1972, if you guys remember. So anyway, that's, that's the um, Thank you, most buddy. biggest medal I get in the world for wrestling. But I'm asking you, Mr. Hulk Hogan, have that medal or no? Of course not, I said. Of course not. Right? Because that's his big thing. Because in, in uh, I forget when he was. He won the championship off Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund held the championship for almost uh, six it, years yeah, or something. Six, like or maybe even eight. Yeah, it was a, a, long, a time. long time. No one could beat Bob Backlund. Right? Yeah. Bob Backlund was a great champion. And then they won it. So Iron Sheik beat him, put him in the camel clutch, made him humble. And then uh, he ended up having to drop the title a few months later to Hulk Hogan because the company he was working for wanted to push this guy and make him a big star. And without the Sheik being the big bad guy that he was, Hulk Hogan wouldn't have been the big hero that he was, right? You have to have the opposite of that. In order yep, to make yep. a guy look like a big hero, you have to have a big <laughs> villain, right? So the Sheik was saying, for years and years, this happened, I don't know how long ago that was, like back, it's probably in the 80s, 80s early 80s, yeah. 80s right? 80s, so, yeah, early yeah. 80s. So you're talking, th you know, 30 something years ago? Yeah. He was, uh, he still to this day wants everyone to know 
do you really think that Hulk Hogan could beat me in a fight? You know, like he still wants everyone to know. That was obviously pretend. Like there's no way in a million years Hulk Hogan could beat me in a fight because I'm a great champion, a wrestler, a real wrestler, a Greco-Roman, the hardest sport yeah. in the history of the world. And this jabroni Hulk Hogan is just a big muscle head Hollywood blonde. He doesn't have any uh, any wrestling, uh, uh, you know, uh, resume or pedigree. You yeah. know, like the great, sorry, what's been right. yeah, He's just a bodybuilder. A bodybuilder. Yeah. He's no good. You couldn't use pretty boy. Huh? Those shirts are all cut before he rips them off too. They're already cut. Oh yeah, they're pre-cut. You couldn't. He couldn't rip it with a nice, nice hem, with a nice seam, <laughs> a nice thick hem. He's not a seam splitter, right? The sheik could probably rip a shirt apart, you right? Because yeah, he's a real man. So, anyways, that's what the sheik was trying to accomplish. He's, I've seen it in every interview. Of course, then I tell him what he wants to hear. Uh, Hulk Hogan, of course not. Of course, he doesn't have that. Anyways, roll it, Hill. Thank you, Chad. Of course not. Thank you, Chad. So I have a question. When you came over to the United States, you uh, helped coach in uh, Minnesota, right? Or is absolutely right? And then it led you to be the coach of the uh, American Olympic team that went to Munich, correct? What was your name again? Peter. Mr. Peter, yeah. you're a very intelligent man. Sir. You stop it. I come from Iran. <laughs> See how he goes that? His tires. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right, right. So you said, I got to the point there where I, he says to me, uh, you're a very intelligent man. I told him, I said his resume, which you've heard a million times, but now that I repeated it, and then he was able to say, ah, you've, he's given me some credit. Now I can see the sheik who is kind of look staring daggers at me at the beginning is now starting to relax in this chair. So I, I think I got him right where I want him, you know? Yeah. Like, I think this is going very well. From New York, I went to the Minnesota. Who was the coach? Olympic coach, Mr. Alan Rice. That was for college, university. Yeah. And then professional coach was Mr. Gania, or Gania. I left the Olympic Minnesota, I mean, Minnesota coach, Mr. Alan Rice. He bring me to Minnesota. My team was one of the best team. They called Minnesota Wrestling Club. Five years, I'll make him a huge job. So, like, basically, his point was for those of you that are having trouble listening through the thick accent is that he basically he was in Minnesota he went to Minnesota and he was coming from Iran he was a great uh, champion and if you look back at the, the story and it kind of got enforced in the movie too the Iron Sheik used to be uh, a bodyguard for the king of Iran and uh, the reason he got that job was because he was one of the greatest uh, wrestlers in the country and um, because he was such a badass you know like he they said you you should protect the king right and uh iron sheik he said there was a wrestler at the time that was really a, a, an accomplished wrestler uh who was like so popular amongst the people in iran that uh, they f- they thought he was a, a threat to the ki- to the power to people that were in power at the time because the people loved him so much they felt if he wanted to like rally the people to oh, go really? against the people that were in power that he would carry that much power so this person ended up dead so that led iron sheik to leave the country and go to the united states and he was brought over by this guy um alan rice uh, in minnesota uh, who helped who had him help with their wrestling program which he competed in at one point in time and then won the championship himself and then went on to coach that team to five more aau championships a source of great pride wow. for the iron sheik because that's a great accomplishment the minnesota exactly. wrestling club went and, and got five of these championships so again iron sheik just really wants everyone to know you know even though i yell and scream and then I mean, and quite entertaining. I am, uh, a, you know, very 
accomplished athlete and need to be shown and, the respect and stuff. leader uh, you know coaching is very different from uh competing yeah you can coach that's a totally different skill so he's yeah, yeah and then he ended really up being a, a coach of the olymp the united states yeah, olympic so, yeah. team that that uh, did re- very well yeah. in munich germany right and so. he really uh, keyed in on uh, training was a big part of his like he even still now talks about training and like he still they showed him like pumping iron still it's crazy yeah like his his ankle is so like when he came in the hotel room uh and we were kind of still nervous about him because we didn't know what kind of guy he was gonna be like he comes in and he's kind of like um he's pushing the kind of walker thing that he's got and his ankle kind of went like sideways like 90 degrees to the side and and it didn't look good and he kind of was saying to his agent he's like uh hey look at my ankle and he's like i know she can just take it easy and we'll we'll get we'll get it looked at or whatever and uh he's like yeah it's just done it again you know and he keeps going but his his knees and ankles are really are really in bad shape so um that's one of the reasons why he's doing this so he can get the surgeries and stuff like that yeah 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 yeah. but it was uh but anyways it was uh pretty interesting pretty interesting to see that the guy um uh you know like how he was very humanized at that point in time you realize he was being very nice and then you it kind of set us at ease too to know that you know the it's a show you know he's trying to bark and he's trying to get us all get everyone excited because it's what they like to hear but he's a that's just his profession is that he's a professional like loud mouth he's a real showman like yeah yeah he's a pro he turns it on and turns it off very very well is what i what i mean when you started professional wrestling and Bert Gagne was your coach, you later on went to coach his son, correct? Did Accident. Train his son? No, no. Mr. Gagne was the head coach Bert and Gagne. Billy Robinson, Englishman, was the second man. And then we was the start that camp. It was Rick Flair and then uh, Greg Gagne, Mr. Gagne's son, Jim, Jim Borenzeller, myself. And uh, Bob Ruggeri passed away. We were six, six men, strong men, Camp to general. And 1974 or three, we started in the Mr. Camp. So, uh, Mr. Gania promoter, his son, Greg Gania, good friend of mine, I miss him. And he took me to Las Vegas. We had a great job that time. Also, he was my best man. Uh, and I like him. I have a lot of memory in Minnesota. I grew in Iran, but I met in Minnesota to become a college chaplain. And then after that, Mr. Alan Olympic coach that uh, take me to the office center just to me to Mr. Gania and I come from uh, in the Minnesota 1973 uh, after Olympic game 1972 Munich Germany. Yeah, well, it's very very impressive and that's the thing that I think a lot of times people forget is how decorated you were as a young man and how much of a true like athlete uh, like as a sport or as a specimen in history like one of the greatest wrestlers to ever uh, compete in the sport. I appreciate your opinion, sir, because you know, and then gave will know. I am the red. Look so good. And, and uh, the man with black, black. He's trying to say Brock Lesnar, but it sounds like black wrestler. It's black wrestler. Black wrestler, yeah, yeah. Black wrestler Mr. Gania. And then gave will myself be your red in with this wrestler at that time. Right. And, and was the toughest sport in the Olympics. All right, there. Toughest sport in the Olympics? Is that yeah, toughest sport in the Olympics. So he was basically saying in that whole thing to, to paraphrase what the Sheik was trying to say is that number one, he I, I made a mistake. I said that it, uh, he trained 
train Vern Gagne's son, Greg, right. but he was just in the same camp as him. So Vern Gagne uh, trained him along with his son and he was yeah. just in the same camp as, as uh, Greg Gagne, as well as Rick Flair and uh, Jim. Jumping Killer Jim Brunzelli, yeah. uh, which I got that one in. So it made him look like he you see him. That, yeah. yeah. You can even see him kind of like ease up a little bit because he's like, yeah. oh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Like, so... Uh, this was all part of kind of making the bed uh, for the next part. But uh, I, I, one part I wish I would have asked him is that what that Vegas trip with uh, Greg Gagne was like. Because I can imagine going to Vegas with the Iron Sheik was going to be a great time. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like going to, going to Vegas with you was fun, Dave. Yeah. I can only imagine what going to Vegas with the Iron Sheik is like. Yeah. It might be all right. <laughs> so now I asked the Sheik for a favor. So let's just uh, see what, how, where this goes. Can I ask you a favor, Chief? Um, we have a guy that was supposed to be here today. He's our co-host of the show, Dave Charters. He's a Polish fellow. Big blockhead like Ivan Putsky. You know what? Remember Ivan Putsky? Wow, I can't believe it. <laughs> no, I judge of Ronnie Ivan Putsky. It was my turning partner. And in Minnesota, you get this break. He comes to the Minnesota. My coach, Mr. Daniel, push him. And he get a good break. And he was a very, his gimmick was a big, big Big fat from Pollock with his chevroni food like McDonald's yeah. or like sausage. It's so like that. Yeah, you, that's the same guy. Exactly. Exactly. So, Pusky, Pusky, Polish Pusky, good friend of mine, intelligent Pollock man. His gimmick was there like that to be Doc Pollock, but he was good. But his son didn't make it to be like his father. Uh, yes, and uh, good friends of mine traveled together. Later on, uh, he get a good diet, and from 350 pounds, he come maybe 200. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I want Pusky, Polish power. Oh, look, look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, completely changed. And he's an intelligent Polish man. But he, and his son, Scott, didn't make it. But Pusky, good friend of them, and my training partner, if you go into Poland, man, uh, training, uh, he was all right. You see they're starting to get a, like get rid of this guy, like we're done? Yeah. You can see the, hand, yeah, hand, the, the, the agent or whatever is on, just out of shot and he's he comes in he's like okay enough or whatever you don't get on with it i think she was starting to babble too she's trying to yeah, keep him on trying top to keep of his yeah. story i'm thinking it's great because that's what i do anyways yeah. it's like a couple of babbling idiots just sitting down <laughs> yeah, with each other perfect. as we'll see by the you next can see you smiling in the video like it's, you're on top of the world but i love it i brought up polish ivan putsky just thinking of trying to how to compare your huge head to like some wrestler <laughs> in history and i'm like oh i have polish power ivan putsky i remembered him so i'm like i'll bring it up i had no idea iron sheik i was buddies with him like, right good yeah training yeah. partner yeah, yeah so you see right away he's like oh like oh my goodness like he totally relaxed and then his whole kind of demeanor at that point in time was like Polish Putski having power like this isn't the Iron Sheik of the promos this yeah, is just yeah. the the real guy just having yeah. a chat you know so I feel like at this point in time I've got him I got him right where I want him you know yeah, you know he's really gonna definitely do it but now I got to fight with the clock with these guys who are coming in trying to get me to finish up and I still have a couple more goals to get in my interview <laughs> so I needed to I need to kind of work at it yeah so here's the next goal Dave I think you're gonna be really pleased with it on my friend Dave and just just say call it like say he's no Ivan Putski that he's 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 a he's a, a dumb Pollock, not an intelligent Pollock like the great Hutton Hutsky, but that this jabroni doesn't even make the four-hour drive to meet the Sheik. 
because of a cop car rally for his son. He's Officer Putsky. He's Jabroni. He's, he he's looks Jabroni. like Adam Putsky, but he's uh, Jabroni. He's not uh, that collab. Oh, well, is he not here today? He didn't make the trip to see the sheep. Me and my my other co-host, Mike Vodro, four hours to see you today. What is his name? Dave. Yeah, from where? Uh, Dave from Burford. From Burford. Jabroni. Jabroni. You can say Dave from Burford, or you can call him the rooster. If you call him the rooster, that's Rooster Dave Burford, whatever your fucking name is. I want to let you know everybody is here and you didn't make it. I don't know for what reason. You are young and gentlemen. Uh, otherwise, don't be lazy and dumb son of a bitch. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> 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 well, you heard it. Dave. Oh, that, I, I, I take offense to that. She, what? I take offense to that. Well, he's obviously, he obviously recognizes things on the go. The Cub Car Rally. Important things. The yeah. Cub Car Rally. He said he really lashed out there, didn't he? Yeah, he was, he went from zero to a hundred, I thought. There. But once I said how we made the trip for uh, four hours, he was like, oh, from where? You know, like he wanted to yeah. know. Right? And then when he realized you didn't do it, he was like, he, he, tested, he, he was offended by your lack of commitment to the greatness of the sheik my Dave. uh i don't know my opinion's changing as a sheik <laughs> what very quickly oh you know what he's, it is you know what i think he would tell you he just did <laughs> so i wouldn't worry too much about it charge that's one of the yeah, greatest accomplishments that, of my life <laughs> to get the iron sheik to uh to cuss you out that was honestly one of the best things i've ever done in my whole life and i really i really love that he did i had no idea and i had to keep a straight face too because i was trying to sell it like i was disgusted with you as well and instead of like thinking that was the most awesome thing that ever happened <laughs> and i'm beat red if you look at the video too i'm beat red because i'm like i don't know if i can even ask yeah. him to do this nonsense I don't right know how you kept it together you can see when he's telling me or telling you that uh like something about intelligent uh Pollock or something you're shaking your head yeah no he's not intelligent at all <laughs> that's pusky he's the intelligent Pollock. yeah <laughs> that's what he asked him eh? are oh. you opposite pusky so i got oh, damn it. i got one mission pump his tires to gain his trust <laughs> check right yeah. um second one hack on dave <laughs> check <laughs> let's move on hitting the goals <laughs> that's why. That's why we have the greatness of the Chica on the show because people like Dave Charge in his place. And Chica, uh, I can't even thank you enough. You're a gentleman. God bless you, and you have a good time. And tell the the Jabroni to get us. Don't get us fall. Come back. <laughs> So if you know, that's one we had to watch 10 times. Yeah. We had to watch 10 times to find out what he said. So I thanked him and then you can see he's happy. You can see he's having a good time. And then uh, he shakes my hand and he goes, so tell, and tell that jabroni, your friend, meaning you, yeah. Charters. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> to go and get himself a small scumbag is what he meant. <laughs> Which if you're a 72 year old, you know what that is? <laughs> no. If you're a 72 old year old, if you're a 72 year old man, this makes more sense, right? But uh, he said, uh, basically a scumbag is a condom dave a condom <laughs> so if you wanted to get a small scumbag it would mean that you don't have a need for a large one which yeah. is basically one of the sh if you follow chic on twitter and it really if you don't follow the iron chic on twitter i think you gotta you, you're missing out because yeah. he's the he's the mark twain of uh it is great of taylor swift titty jokes you know <laughs> he's the best and what he likes to throw in is a raisin a raisin dick and he likes to throw in um uh um 
Uh, Raisin Dick's a big one for for people like yourself. You know, <laughs> you would throw that in. I think the scumbag, That's the small scumbag comment was referring to your genital you size. I got a small uh, penis. Small yeah. penis size. Not only are yeah, yeah. but he called you. He called you intelligent, which was a compliment. You, you, you only listen to the negatives, eh? You only listen to the negatives. You yeah, miss the I, com- I disagreed. You have a problem. You should have a problem with me, not hurt, the sheik. I hurt my feelings a little bit. All he told you. I'm gonna tweet him after the show. Well, you should have let him know what, exactly what to, I think of him. This is Dave from Burford. Yeah. Whatever. The rooster from Burford. <laughs> He'll remember, I guess. I don't think so. Anyways, let's let's keep it rolling. Yeah, yeah no problem. I'll, I'll plug the movie. We are here to see the Sheik's documentary, which is uh, the Sheik. It's it's a great documentary. Can't wait for look forward to seeing it. And if you could all go ahead and support it, it would really help out. I don't think you're going to be disappointed. It's, it, it chronicles the great career of a great professional athlete, the Iron Sheik. And thank you very much for being my guest and live from the Dutch Hall. So that was it. I, I they told me and this was another thing. They, the other the other uh, groups that went up. Bill Wilischka's group was asked to promote the movie, right? The other guy uh, wasn't Rick Flair? the person. No, Rick no, Flair or the other podcast weren't asked. No. But after this interview had gone fairly well, everyone was kind of like in, enjoying it. The um, they the filmmakers came out and made sure that we we plug the movie because we came across more like credible oh yeah like believe it or not after all that nonsense yeah, we actually came across like we knew what we were doing <laughs> so um they wanted to make sure we plugged the movie because they thought we might have an audience yeah silly them right <laughs> yeah <laughs> we tricked them yeah more than 145 like Walishka, i guarantee you that yeah Walishka. Walishka. well anyways we're growing strong too and with the iron sheik now i think it's just going to go like gangbusters yeah. so there's only one last mission to do and that is going to be to get Iron Sheik to support the Dutch Hall. And you heard at the beginning of the program where we had the Iron Sheik lead off with a great promo for our program. I, I think, you know, it's an endorsement that's really going to take us to great heights as a show. But it doesn't come without problems. It's just like the opening of this show yeah. didn't come without problems. <laughs> the, uh, the, the promo for Live from the Dutch Hall coming from the Iron Sheik did not come without a few takes. So let's just play the, the few takes that we had from the Iron Sheik. The Iron Sheik and you're listening to Live from the Dutch Hall. This is Aaron Sheik. You listen from Dutch. <laughs> listen to the Dutch Hall. Dutch, 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 Dutch Hall. Yeah. This is Aaron Sheik. You're listening to Dutch Hall. Dutch Hall, like you know, like a hallway. Yeah, yeah, like Dutch Hall. Dutch Hall. Dutch Hall. Dutch Hall. Dutch Hall. Dutch Hall. Sheik. You listen to the Dutch Hall. I'm the Aaron Sheik. You listen to the Dutch Hall. All right. Thank you. So we nailed it. We nailed it. All the, the we got all our goals out of the way then at that point in time. Even though I did a crappy movie uh, promo because I wasn't even thinking about the movie at all. But uh, we we nailed it. We nailed all, all goals. Yeah. And uh, what I like about that with the Iron Sheik is that you really know so much of a pro he was. He didn't like he didn't slough it off he didn't like try to like get out of it like he did it one time that's good enough you just take it he wanted to get it right he made me repeat it to him like five or six times and then he wanted me repeat the whole skit like the whole like the whole like bit to him like i am the iron sheik and you listen to the dutch yeah. all you yeah, want he really to listen to you like yeah. you could see him leaning in like he really wanted yeah, yeah. to listen to you. i felt like at that point in time it was like kind of a like uh, like it was nice it was a little private moment you know mutual. that we got it yeah. was cool it, and so and the fact that he was such a nice guy like to be able to do that for me because he doesn't have to at all yeah. and I've already kind of like milked it well, I was supposed to be done three or four minutes oh, ago 
go yeah. now and i'm just trying to keep it going oh, as yeah, long as possible way more than three minutes <laughs> yeah 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 i'm at yeah i'm at eight or something got, right yeah, now almost, almost nine, yeah. so that was it i was i felt like it accomplished my goals and then then this came out as the icing on the cake and it's the ending of the iron chic interview change your sip and now you get a beer have a good night everybody and the king sound ontario and all my movie friends coast to coast america and all over around the world god bless you guys and have a good day all right the real gentleman that's, nice. and that's it that's the iron chic interview so uh Beautiful. we well, nailed uh, it we did it live from the dutch hall before we move on right <laughs> there's something i want to share with you yeah and with mike okay and with that goddamn iron chic <laughs> oh. All right, I like to see it. Aggressive. Mike. Oh, can you read that? <laughs> can you read that for me? I'll tell you what. I got better eyes than that fucking Bill Walichka, <laughs> let me tell you. This says on this glorious metal, eighth place, lightweight, Brant area, Cub Car Race 2015. And it's got a lovely picture of a car with flames and a checkered flag. Does it have Dave's weight on it? Why Does it have Dave's weight on it? Why don't you hold that up for the camera? Cameras. Oh, that's beautiful. Let me ask nice you a question, look. Mike. Does the Iron Sheik have that medal? <laughs> he certainly does not. Thank you. No, it doesn't because he doesn't just put a piece of wood that rolls down a hill. <laughs> he actually trains Next and bit. compos... All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we got one last thing we can do here today. And now uh, we're running out of time on the show. So we're going to end up with one last bit. And uh, this last bit was from our Q&A. So what happened was after the interview, um, just to set it up, what happened, we finished there. Mike and I are riding, well, pretty low Im immediately because we realized that all of our audio was gone and that we just had to try to save what we could from an iPhone. Oh, yeah. Even this video we showed is not the good one. It's the it's the original. Um, but the um, then we were then we went out and we were trying to save the audio. So we knew we had to get a hotel room. Well, you can't get a hotel room without beer and then or booze <laughs> of some sort. So now we have a hotel room and booze, and we're trying to fix trying to save the audio as best we can to see if we can get anything of what we lost. Mm -hmm. Actually, I went up to the agent for the Iron Sheik, and I was like, I lost everything, man. I feel terrible. Can I get them again? And he said to me, uh, Sorry, we had a we had a pretty full day. So maybe at the end, if he's uh, feeling up to it, we can get you back in with him. But one time I, he goes, one time we had Justin Bieber and we had him and we asked him a whole bunch of questions that were not the canned, like, you know, typical media questions that everybody asked them. They were like real questions about, the, you know, that we had never heard him answer before. And it was great. We were so pumped about it. And we looked and we lost. We didn't have any of it recorded. We lost the whole thing. We had no chance to get it back. It's just one of those things you just got to learn from, he says to me, right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. I appreciate it. But, you know, sucks balls, right? Yeah. So we went from that. But then afterwards, we went to the hotel. We got it figured out. We figured, oh, we could save it somehow. We can salvage something out of it. And so we're feeling pretty good about ourselves, eh? Yeah, we had something. So then we went to a, went to a nice uh, uh, restaurant bar in yeah. the town. Do you remember uh, the name of it? The I Pilot think? House. The Pilot House. It was great. It was like an old like like a uh, watering hole for the town of Kingston, and then we went uh, we went there. We had some lunch and a couple of drinks, and then we went uh, for a little walk around the city because we hadn't seen the city of Kingston. Right, and it was great. The great uh, great city. We uh, and so we, Mike's a hawk, big hockey fan, 
and yeah. the Kingston Frontenacs play there. And and uh, so the arena was just a short walk. So we said, let's go check out the arena for the Kingston Frontenacs. It's on one Tragic Hip way, because yeah. Tragic Hip's from Kingston, you know, like uh, Don Cherry's from Kingston, Dan Aykroyd's from just outside of Kingston, like a big, a lot of big uh, stars out of Kingston. Dougie Gilmore, Kirk Doug Muller. Gilmore, Kirk yeah. Muller. Yeah, big, big guys yeah, out of Kingston. The Kosher Pork Shop. Kosher Pork Shop. Oh, right? The guys set it up, uh, the show. So we, were, we went to the arena. We went, walked in. This is also happens to be where the radio station is, where the Sheik was doing his interview. And so Mike and I go up to the, uh, the main office. <laughs> we walk in, both of us, you know, probably not you know we're probably a little bit on our way not far but we're you know not bad. we look like probably a bunch of beggars coming off the street that are trying to get in there to we asked them can we go for a tour of the arena we're just from out of town we like to have a tour of the arena they said sorry it's a event day and we don't allow visitors so no so mick and i just go walk around the outside of the building and we can see through the radio station we see the sheiks in there and so he's coming out so we hold the door open for the sheik so he can get into his car nice. and then we go into the arena gentlemen and then the people in the arena say, uh, who are you guys with? And we say, we're with the Iron Sheik. And they said, oh, yeah, I remember you guys. Go on in, right? So then we <laughs> we went into the hockey arena and did our tour. And then we actually watched a bit of a Bantam a game. Nice eh? Bantam game. Yeah. Nice Bantam house league game. Nice. Yeah, I'd say it was Bo House. <laughs> yeah, we thought it was like AAA, but then we realized they couldn't skate or shoot or do <laughs> anything. We saw warm-ups and that yeah. changed quickly. Yeah, nice like, uniforms, though. Yeah, they look nice. But anyway, so we, did, we ended up scamming our way in, saying we were part of the Iron Sheik's posse. And then... Uh, uh, we uh, uh, ran into then. Then eventually, we ran into the, our listeners that set it up for us, and we had my uh, another guy came to visit us from town. My cousin came to visit us from that lives up in Kingston. Yeah. So we had everyone in. We watched the movie, and the movie was a bunch of wrestling fans, like hardcore wrestling. Like the people that showed up to watch the movie were looked like they were, they were kind of like they were showing up to watch a wrestling event. They weren't there to watch a film. A lot of sweatpants. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of in t-shirts. Uh, very. Uh, a very rambunctious crowd especially considering some of the material in the movie is very serious like yeah. and um we're not going to get a chance to get into the interview. I did an interview with the um, executive producer of the movie, but we're not going to get a chance to get into it due to time today. But what we did do was, uh, uh, well, I stressed the point to him that like you had all these wrestling fans that were just out there, just like uh, cursing and like going on like crazy about like uh, just uh, everything the guy said. They would just hoot and holler, and they were they were heckling everyone. They hated Wilishka. He oh, was yeah. actually <laughs> he was actually hosting the event and. Um, he went up to the front and I was one of them too actually when Willis went up and he started talking on the microphone I'm like ah oh, he's ruining everything yeah a lot he's of sucking, he's it. sucking the fun out of this right anyways uh, so they started out before they showed the movie they started out with a Q&A and I just wanted to go in I'm going to play a bit of the, uh, some clips from the Q&A and you guys have to tell me uh, what you think the Sheik would say. So this is our, our little game to end the show about the, the Iron Sheik. So the first question came up about Bill Wilishka. <laughs> and it's from uh, WS Daily is what it's called. Okay. What his show is called. WS Daily. And they and this is the question was, I see if I can get the question in here and we'll see. I'm not a school teacher. Can I repeat one more time again? <laughs> if you could still wrestle today, do you think you could take Bill of the WS Daily? Uh, what do you mean? What could he wrestle Bill Wilishka of the WS Daily? Bill Wilishka interviewed him that morning. He doesn't remember him at all because he's such a dickhead. <laughs> so what do you think the Sheik would have said, Dave? What do you think the Sheik would say? I think he'd probably say he's going to make him humble. That's what I think. Make him humble? Let's see. <laughs> it's close. It's close. 
<laughs> Anyways, this next question is about women in the MMA. And let's see. Uh, women in the MMA? Yeah, so someone asked, I think it was quiet and I cut it out, but someone asked about the Sheik, if what he thought about women in the MMA. So before I get into his answer, I have to set it up to say, Sheik is a Shiite Muslim, right? He's a Shiite Muslim, right? A traditional man, very, very, uh, uh, like he's a family man. You'd expect a guy like that, who's lived a long life, been addicted to drugs, been on the road all that time, been like a, a, a partier and, uh, you know, a kind of a free spirit of some of sorts, that he would be going through wife after wife after wife you know on his third or fourth marriage but he's married to his original wife mm -hmm. he's a very dedicated to his wife because he's a, Shi a dedicated shiite muslim you might be able to relate to that being a staunch yeah. catholic yeah. you know like he's very dedicated to his religion and um he uh has had three three da daughters and you know family man and all the rest of it so here he is, but you have to understand the Shiite Muslims are not known for a lot, you know, for being very supportive of uh, of women's pursuits, you Equal know, rights and, 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 and if you're going to be stereotypical about it, you know, like, uh, so what would you think the Sheik would say when someone asks him what he thinks of women in the MMA? I kind of set you up on that one. but Well, I think just, you know, he probably learned to be pretty liberal throughout his life as a wrestler and partying and stuff like you said, so... I think he'd probably have an open mind at this uh -oh. point. You're giving him credit even after he trashed you. Yep. All right. Let's see what see if you're right. So basically, so you were right. He has three daughters too, and actually, it came out in the movie that yeah. uh, he was on the road quite a bit. But he was a very dedicated family man. When he came home, because he was so uh, like most of what his dedication was in his life was to training, training, training. When he came home to spend time with his daughters, he would just train them. You know, so like they were like, "Oh, dad's home. We are gonna get, we're gonna get worked to death." You know, yeah. like just training and training, right? So, but the sheik's just like, "No, it's good to be healthy. It's good to be fit. It's good to be like you know, so you push do. yourself to do your limits yeah. of what your abilities are." And so he was really, he was really strict with his kids to do that training. So to him, the fact that they were women or whatever, it never was a, an issue to him. I don't think that, uh, um, I think it, it was ridiculous to, for, for him to be asked that question. And his daughters are uh, not too hard to look at anyway. Oh, really? Very nice looking. There's another yeah. Google search for us. Yeah. You know what else I don't like about Bill Walishka? I'll tell you right now. Just, I don't know, it's a sidetrack. <laughs> but but Walishka, I watched his program, uh, the, the bit he did with the Sheik. I was comparing it to what I was going to do or whatever. And one of the things he did was he showed clips from the movie. But what he did was, out of nowhere, they put a clip of a picture of his daughter that was that was murdered. Oh no! And uh, put daughter murdered and at twenty seven or whatever, and they put that up in the clip of promote the movie. They made that in part of the news clip. Now I just mentioned it on my show too, so I'm a bit of a hypocrite to say it. But I remember sitting in the movie, and when that part came up, and they oh. said we're gonna have to talk about what happened to your daughter. The sheik says, "Do I have to?" Right. Because he says he doesn't. He doesn't like to bring it up. It's yeah. the greatest uh, tragedy of his life like it was horrible all these rowdy wrestling fans that were in the room were uh 
silence. You hear a pin drop. Like it was so quiet, you know? And uh, the Sheik's sitting up there in the front of the room. You see how heartbroken he is in the movie about it. And you got to sit there and look at the guy having to relive that in the movie all the time. I just felt awful to be a part of it, you know? And to be, like to, to watch that, it was really raw, you and know? We watched and, it with him in the room. Like, yeah, I remember myself cool. looking over to see how he would react to, like, he's watching. Yeah. his life like it was it was and it was tough too that that movie when you showed it like you expect it to be a lot of fun and games wrestling and you know like whatever it was like the, he showed his wife complaining to him like really like his <laughs> wife's getting him giving him a hard time like with the fact like does she let that go on the air like you know oh, I, yeah. my wife gives me a hard time like that yeah, but, but we don't really we don't herself. record it you know yeah, we don't like right. make it out there but anyways she was uh she she let it go so anyways we have one last clip here to end the show cheeseburgers like that uh, one last clip to end the show so this one here i'll let the question play out and this is the last one in the show dave this is going to see if you can nail it you've done pretty good with this game yeah thanks you've done pretty good with it you've you know the chic pretty well let's see what he says about justin bieber um today you tweeted that you're going to be at the roast of justin bieber um what are you planning to say to him and will you put him in the camel clutch all right there's a question what are you planning he's going to be at the uh, the roast of justin bieber which is the next comedy central roast that's coming out and uh so the sheik's going to be there what is he going to say to him and uh, is he going to put him in the camel clutch I think he's going to say something like Justin Bieber, that raisin ball jabroni. I'm going to put him in the camel clutch and fuck his ass and make him humble. Great That's guess. what you think? That's Great right. guess. That is a good guess. But let's see. I think I think you'd be surprised. First of all, I have a lot of respect for that jabroni Justin Bieber. Wow. Real surprise, a real surprise. He did great, but other songs, that jabroni, oh, he put a tattoo in his arm, and he wants to be the top man, and he wants to be changes dog. That day he's lost the respect, and his jabroni, I think I give really me to I suplex him, and I stretch his back a little bit, make him humble. You're pretty right. You're pretty right. <laughs> Stretches back a little bit. Yeah, make, make him humble. humble. Yeah, but he did say he respected Justin Bieber. It's just he doesn't like his tattoos. He feels that the tattoos was him, him trying to make himself seem tough, yeah. and he felt that was uh, he's a like, you're not tough. You know, I'm gonna stretch your back, and make you humble. But you know, I was surprised he respected him for at least being yeah, that's uh, making a good career for himself. What I said, I think, was a quote from Twitter from the Irish Sheik about Bieber. Yeah, about Bieber. Oh, pretty really? close. Yeah, I think I've read that about a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. That was another funny thing in the movie was it came out was that the you know wonder how he does his tweets and it's like there's a literally the iron, there's someone driving the iron sheik's in the passenger side and another guy's in the back seat just yeah. listening to yeah. him on his phone and tweeting out like all the ridiculous stuff that yeah. comes out of his mouth yeah, yeah. There's two twins that are his uh kind of like his handlers and oh, they, yeah. that's they just sit there and listen to what he says like it is him saying that yeah they're like a fr- uh, a good family friends yeah, kids yeah, you know really the guy he grew up with kids and uh they're the ones doing all this stuff for the movie so i'm sorry i didn't get to the interview with uh with um uh, Mike uh, Gurgis. Yeah. Mike Gurgis, the executive producer of the show. Maybe I'll find a way to put that out online another way so you guys can hear the interview. But uh, uh, I do appreciate uh, the abil- the opportunity that was given to us by the great people of Kingston, Ontario, Canada. <laughs> Thank you very much for inviting me up there. We had a great time at Life in the Dutch time. Hall. If you're out Kingston. there in another community, we're looking at booking 10 more shows for the year. We're working on one in Orangeville right now, but we also have, uh, have like nine more spots to work out so if you're looking at 
Live from the Dutch Hall to come to your town, just reach out to me at livefromthedutchhall@gmail.com, or you can um, always go on Eventful and request and request me to come to your town. Eventful.com request Pete Van Dyke, and that's how I'm in there. Pete Van Dyke, and then that you can request that I come to your town. Otherwise, if you just have an idea, there's lots of ways to get get to in touch with me. There's YouTube, there's iTunes, there's there's Gmail, there's my website, there's text, there's Facebook and Twitter. There's a whole bunch of ways you can reach out to us and give us your feedback. Let us know what you think, how we can make the show better. I got to thank my guest tonight, the Iron Sheik. It was a great pleasure to meet you. We had such a great time, and uh, I thought you were a true gentleman and a real professional, and I look forward to hopefully running into you again. Now I can proudly say I have an Iron Sheik story to add to the pile of everyone else that's met the man. So thanks for coming in boys thanks for coming on the trip Happy mike to be here. hey i'd love thanks hey, for running my board thanks to rainy media thanks to try tie tonight thanks to uh vg meets and amazon take care of each other and be good and hit the theme song boys mm-hmm.